News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you and welcome on board On the Mark. Mark Lawrence taking the day off. With me is Steve Kushaloff and we have two guests in the studio. We're going to be talking to in just a moment, but we'll tell you that On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. And the second hour of our program, we will have open phones and that number is 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 7023 but be sure to put down the key phrase OTM. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and the Kia dealership, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. They sell Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles, and they're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, parts department, body shop, alignment, shop and a repair garage for all types of vehicles. Plus, they are a master towing service with decades of experience. The Sunbury Motor Company, routes 11 and 15 uh, in Hummel's Wharf and on North 4th Street in Sunbury. And again, check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. We are happy today, during this political season, to have two Northumberland County incumbent commissioners here. They are running for re-election. The first is the chairman of the County Board of Commissioners, Sam Chicatano. He is a two-term incumbent. Good morning, Sam. Good to have you with us. Good morning, Joe. And Joe Claybon, who is a one-term incumbent Republican, Northumberland County Commissioner. Joe, good morning. Good morning, Joe, and good morning, Steve. We're delighted to have you gentlemen here with us this morning. And let's talk about the fact that you have a campaign going on right now. You are incumbent Northumberland County Commissioners. So why should the people of Northumberland County give you four more years? Sam, we'll start with you and then go to Joe. Well you, well, you know, they, the, the people have to look and see what happened the past four years of how, how the county was run. You know, do they think we did a good job? Um, were their taxes increased? And, uh, you know, those are things that I think we'll be answering during the, sh during the show. But in the past three years, we have not raised taxes. I think our fiscal uh, policy at the county is unmatched. Uh, we have a, a, a fund balance probably better than the county has ever had in the past 25 years. We are not, as, as stated by some people, $6 million in debt. We are, uh, uh, again, better off than the county has ever been financially. Uh, some of the, the, the things put out there is that we have been using COVID money to balance a budget. That's 100% false. We are not allowed to use COVID money to balance budgets. Uh, and we have never used one cent of COVID money to balance the budget. But I just want to make sure people understand we are not $6 million in, uh, in, in deficit. We are very well off. We have not raised taxes. We have done projects to courthouse without raising taxes, something that county commissioners for 50 years wouldn't touch. And because of our working together with state and federal elected officials we got a lot of grants to do that but the way we've been handling money um, i think is unprecedented as far as uh, northumberland county is concerned you know in the past many 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 years joe how about you why should we give you four more years well, well when i became a commissioner um we we decided you know i've, I've been a uh, resident of northumberland county for a long time and 
some of the past administrations were, I was embarrassed to be a resident of this county with the stuff that went on all the, um, it was a three-ring circus. And one of the things that we all wanted to get accomplished was working together and not have um, our county look like a laughing stock. And I think we, we've done that. We've um, accomplished a lot of things with uh, all, all three of us. We've worked together. There hasn't been a lot of any grandstanding, any, any lawsuits. So that was a big thing. When we got in, the pandemic hit. And, and that was a big, big problem, which none of us have ever faced before. How are we going to get this county through um, pandemic, continue to give services to the, to the residents of this county? And, I, and that, was, that hit us right in the face right away. And I think we did a fantastic job on how we handled the pandemic, our employees providing um, services, to con continue to provide services to the to the citizens of the county. Um, we've we've done a lot, as Sam mentioned, we've done a lot of different projects, and and we still have a lot more to accomplish that we that we want to get done. We we um, have the Celtex project, we we uh, which we we definitely have to get that straightened out, and we are. There's some things coming up with that that we're gonna we're going to take care of. The other thing is um, the um, we have good work working relationships with all our departments. There's no fighting, no no carrying on. We sit down, we listen, we discuss things. Um, we also have the, the courthouse. We're still working on that. We, we, it, it came out beautiful. The, uh, the outside, we did a lot of infrastructure stuff with the courthouse, and we're going to do some more things aesthetically inside with the courthouse to straighten that out. So um, we, we still have some ARPA funds to, uh, to distribute. We've, we've done some good things for the municipalities, the cities, dispersing funds for our first responders. Um, so we want to continue to do that. We have a lot of uh, things planned for our next, our next term. But you have been, in particular, a target for the third person in the race, former Democrat and former County Commissioner Clausey. Uh, there have been papers put out uh, saying, calling you Country Club Joe and he must go, uh, accusing you of not filling out proper paperwork and accusing you of not being on the job. So how do you respond? Do you want to respond to that at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's all... Mis they're, they're not true. Uh, they're lies. Uh, everything about that is, it just, um, and I want the residents and, and the, the voters out there to, to realize that th that could be farther from the truth where I don't show up for work. Uh, we keep attendance at work and um, in, in, <laughs> in the year, and I have it right here in the year 2021, I attended 181 meetings in 2022, 271, and so far this year, 88. Uh, so I am at work. Uh, I, I don't know where people get this or he gets this kind of stuff where I, I don't show up for work. I don't belong to a country club. I, I kind of like the name. It's kind of catchy, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I don't belong to a country club. So um, I... Uh, I would like to, you know, consider the source and, you know, I want people to know the truth that I, I work hard at this job and, and I will continue to do that. And, and I think we've done a lot of good things and we're going to continue to do that. 
Joe, uh, I'm a resident of the uh, Sunbury area. I live uh, literally one mile outside of Sunbury. And uh, now you mentioned the Celotex plant, which is, it's a, it's a terrible eyesore. I mean, so could you, you know, you mentioned it. Could you elaborate at all on what's uh, in store or what's happening there? Well, the previous administration before, going back a couple administrations, they purchased that property for $2 million, which at that time uh, was way overpriced, the purchase price of that. And, and there was some ca contamination. So the, the county residents paid $2 million for that site. And then they paid another $2 million to clean it up. Um, it's a, the real estate, it's in a prime location, and we're working with the city of Sunbury um, to develop that. And come, we have a plan in place that we're going to um, make that marketable and hopefully we'll be able to bring some type of businesses in, businesses in there, manufacturing, but uh, it has, it, that's another one of our projects. We, we wanna get this done, um, and it, it would be a, a great accomplishment to do something with that property, because every time I drive by and see the, the weeds and just the, it's desolate. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, do you have anything you want yeah, to add yeah, to that? I would like, uh, you know, I would like to add, let, you know, Joe mentioned this, but that property uh, was bought for, for $500,000. And, you know, whether we were in a hurry at that time or not to buy a property because of the burning down of the prison, you know, we went out and, and, and I shouldn't say we, the previous administration before the last eight years went out and bought that property for $2 million. They put in $3 million to clean it up. There's $5 million into that property. Now, I came in office eight years ago when this was all being started. And, and again, maybe that was the only property they could do to build a prison, I don't know. But when I looked into it, the main, the main part, it's, it's contaminated, it's contaminated. But here's the issue so people understand what we're saying by contaminated. Number one, they, in order to build a prison there, a thing that's a 24-hour stayover thing, they had to remove soil and they had to put pylons in to hold the foundation and, then, and everything up. And then they had to put um, things to uh, mitigate the, the, any type of seeping up of any chemicals that might have been in the property. When I heard this, it scared me. Number one, all the work we still would have had to do after $5 million was in that. Uh, moving soil into Maryland because it had to be dumped in a certain place, do all this mitigation and putting these barriers in. I was afraid that even if we would have got uh, inmates in there and workers in there, all of a sudden we were going to be sued all the time because someone was going to say and they couldn't breathe. You know, they had oxygen problems. Now, let me go back to we are working with the city, but the property can be used for a mall as long as it's not a 24-hour you know thing they don't have to mitigate it that that much they could put something in even a hotel as long as the first floor of that hotel would be a parking garage so there are things that can be done with it and we're working with the city now so when, when and everybody says contaminate it that doesn't mean you can't do anything with it but everybody knows what was there before it was a, a dye factory basically and and probably a lot of the dye is in the ground somewhere there. Sure. But it can still be used, and I want to make sure people understand that. Sure. So it does sound like uh, you fellows are saying that it's more likely that it will be used for 
commercial, retail, industrial development as opposed to a prison. That's yes, Steve, yeah. Yeah. or yeah. residential. <laughs> That's what's going to happen with it. And again, we're partnering with the city, and we want to bring it back on the tax roll. We're going to use some. Uh, uh, I think the city the city has got some RACP money coming in, and and we're putting in some of the ARPA money to do some of the water lines and sewer lines to help. Uh, you know, somebody with it to make it marketable. They're going to put a, a red light down there in that area, and hopefully, we do enough that people want to start coming in, and and we can do something with the property. We're talking to Northumberland County Incumbent Commissioner Sam Shikatano, the chairman, and Joe Claybon, who is a one-term incumbent. They are both candidates for the Republican nomination for commissioner to return as commissioners in Northumberland County. Um, you have had a 4.5 million dollar courthouse renovation going on, and it is a on the outside, it's a beautiful, beautiful job. How? Uh, tell us a little bit about what the scope of that was, and uh, and I'm sure that you consider that one of your accomplishments, getting that building fixed up, because I know there was talk about tearing it down a while back. Listen, that that was a project again that no commissioners would touch for 50 years. Nobody wanted to get involved in it. Four and a half million dollars, and basically it, it's the bones of the of the property itself. You know, we we did things with the foundation, we did things with the heating and cooling systems, we did with the things with the outside facade, cleaning it all up. We did things with the the towers and 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 things the the things that had to make it solid again and and listen there there has been said that uh somebody said they were going to build a new courthouse down to the celotex property listen we have an historic courthouse that probably would cost i don't even know 50 million dollars to to replicate why would anybody want to do anything you can get rid of that courthouse we still have some things to do it you know we're, go we're, we're still going to work on it in the next year to bring some of the flooring up but that was a project that happened without a tax increase because of working with our representatives linda culver and john goiner at the time uh down in harrisburg and dan muser in the federal government and we got a lot of funding we got a, a lot of grants for that and and again, we did it without raising the taxes one cent. Oh, hey, we have to take a quick break. We are talking to Commissioner Sam Shikatano and Joe Claybon from Northumberland County. Uh, if you have a question, you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. Mm -hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for 3 bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. 
Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for all the Carter combo orders. To prove that mobile from Penn Teledata Business Voice brings the office everywhere you are, I'm to connect with my team while falling 15,000 feet. We hear, boss. We hear you loud and clear. Right, Janet. You know, companies today need affordable cloud-based unlimited calling, conferencing, mobile synergy, and easy upgrades to grow with your business to keep you, well, truly mobile. Pentella Data Business Voice. Anywhere you are. Janice? Yeah, boss? Yeah, I'm gonna need a little help. I'm Howard Mackler, founder of Innovation Refunds. You've heard me talking about the payroll tax refund for months. If you own a business, even if you've asked your CPA about this, you owe it to yourself to take another look. We provide a licensed and insured tax attorney who evaluates your company at my expense to determine eligibility. Businesses of all types can qualify, so go to GetRefunds.com to potentially get a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. Download the Innovation Refunds app or go to GetRefunds.com, GetRefunds.com. Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Well, we got Bob Pompiani on. Patrick Peterson was brought in because he can be a big help to somebody like Joey Porter Jr. Because they still need a young, talented corner. So you give me what you think that, of, of that, that is, scenario. That, I think that is exactly the first thing I saw when they when they signed him. It would be a big plus to Joey to do that. The Steve Jones Show, three to five weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Dave Zangaro in the Eagles, and Jerry Dulac on the Steelers today. 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Steve Kushloff. Our guests are County Commissioners in Northumberland County, Sam Chicatano and Joe Claiborne. Good morning, sir. It's good to see you, Steve. I didn't say good morning to you at the start of the program. I'll say it now, and you've no, got the next question. That's okay, Joe. I'm used to being ignored by you, but, eh, you know, I can overlook it. Uh, Big of you. Fellas, uh, businesses all over, uh, large, small, etc., have been having trouble finding uh, enough uh, people to work. You have uh, signs all over the place uh, now hiring. So I would expect that that has also been a uh, dilemma for the county. Yes. And how do you how do you deal with that? Well, we have. Let me just say about our staff and all our different departments. They've done a a tremendous tremendous job to keep everything together and continue services for the county. And you're right. There's a lot of factors contributing why there is a. Uh, workforce deficiency in this country, especially in, you know, we're a microcosm of the whole country here in Northumberland County, but that's, there's a declining population. When COVID hit, a lot of the baby boomers said, you know, I'm not going to work anymore. Uh, let's, the baby boomers are the biggest part of the population in this country. Um, you have, uh, I always tell people a lot of jobs require clearances. That cuts a lot of some people out of getting a job trying to get your clearances if they had some kind of criminal record um, so we've been our our staff has done a great job of keeping um, keeping things going and, and that's a tribute to them but we're trying to uh, get through this uh, problem like everybody else around the country so um, we've we've have job fairs we've done some advertising on uh, social media billboards and things like that and uh so you know we're trying and just like everybody else is 
and we're going to continue to to do that. And yeah. a tribute to our staff, though they've done a, a great job in the county keeping things going. Have you have you run into or have have residents of the county run into any? Uh, problems uh, getting the services they need uh, no I, I think I, I think our human uh, our human service areas are fine even though we're a little short-staffed but uh, you know they do an excellent job we have we have uh, uh, new directors they're, they're working there we have people taking on more caseloads but they are working so hard they are so dedicated you know, people to come in and say, uh, this department's a disaster, this department's a disaster. That's wrong. These people are hardworking, dedicated people who are t helping people in, 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 with children fostering, with drug and alcohol, with all these area aging, helping our senior citizens. And they're telling me that our departments are a disaster. Listen, in the last four years, in the last eight years, our departments are one of the best departments in the state of Pennsylvania. I will stand by that. Now, do we have an issue at the prison? Yes, we have an issue with hiring COs. Now, you got to remember, Northumberland County has seven unions. Two of the unions are in the prison. They just settled the contract. They just agreed on a contract, and we and, and they just got a, a three thousand dollar raise starting January first. But now they want more money. I understand that. In inflation has hurt everybody. We made them an offer just a few weeks ago of, besides their increase in January, another increase that they could take starting July 1st. They turned it down. I never heard of an employee turning down an offer to get more money than what they actually expected. But that's unions. I was a union president for eight years. I know how unions work. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to work with them, but we're not going to let them um, buffalo our taxpayers and me. We, you know, I stand for the taxpayers. I stand for what we have to do to make sure everything runs well. I want our prison to succeed. We're working on talking about a regional prison with some of the area area places. Something that they they don't want to talk about until the primary election's over, for whatever reason. You can figure that out. But we're working on it every every week. We talk to the warden and what we can do to help them survive until we get more employees but when the union says we don't want the raise we, we deserve more than that after they just negotiated a contract what do you sure, you know sure. you, you know where you have to stand well, let's let's yeah. talk a little bit about that the money situation and the prison uh you have a lawsuit with cole township over uh what appear to be at least to me a rather exorbitant fees and i've got some 45, 50 years of municipal government, I and mean, it seems to me like the fees were excessive. And you so far prevailed in court, but you haven't gotten the money, have you? Well, we have we have prevailed in court, I think, at two uh, at two levels already. But absorbent fees, uh, you know, when this was when this was put on us, three hundred and eighty thousand dollars for a permit fee, and and uh, I didn't know if it was right or not, but the people, we were having construction meetings every week, and they tell me that's excessive. When we build them in Harrisburg, when we do the buildings here, it's not like that. We looked into it. We did what we had to do and, uh, and presented. Township, let's, let's speak. You know, that's my where I live. Let's speak. Let's talk about it. Let's do. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. That's what they did. They forced us to have a lawsuit. We didn't want to have a lawsuit against them. We won the lawsuit. They said they owe us a quarter million dollars back, $265,000. They didn't pay it. They appealed it. They lost again. They didn't pay it. Now what they're saying is they're taking it to the Supreme Court saying, 
we we think we it's okay we probably owe that to them but they didn't present it in the right way <laughs> listen i went to the colt township municipal building gave them the check that they said they needed to have to continue the project and had a letter with it saying we were going to file something they knew all along they still spent the money now they're stuck they have people who i assume are running for county commissioner who are going to withdraw this that will never happen with me there that is Northumberland County taxpayers' money. It's not, uh, I, I don't expect people in Milton or people in uh, Northumberland or people in Sunbury or people in Mount Carmel to help pay Cole Township to, to satisfy their budget. Well, the fees have to reasonably reflect the cost to the municipality of providing the service. Correct. It doesn't seem like they had that much invested in the services that they provided right. to you. They had $110,000 invested in the services. According to court documents. They, uh, they couldn't come up with the documentation to uh, justify the fees. So, so and that's where, where it stands now. You're right. waiting for the other shoe to drop with a suit to be taken to uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, right? Correct. The Commonwealth, Commonwealth Court already ruled in your favor. Correct. Yes, they yes. did. Okay. Two courts already ruled, and this will be the third one if they even look at it. Look at the, the, well, we've uh, got about three minutes left. I'd like to give you guys each a chance to sum up and tell us how you feel and, yeah. you know, give a closing statement. So, Joe, we'll start with you and then finish with Sam. Yeah. It's been quite an experience me for, for me for the last three and a half years as a commissioner. I think we've done a lot of great things, and we will continue to do that. I just want to um, comment on a couple com things that were said um, by uh, an opponent of ours. We are not... We are not $6 million in debt. That's, that's a false. I don't know where that comes up. In fact, the county, we are in pretty good shape right now. The other thing is um, I've been accused of not filing um, financial disclosure statements. I've done that every year for every entity that I belong in, that I'm a member of, and I, uh, I fill it out completely and totally. So that's another lie that's being um, passed around about me not following the law, breaking the law. And uh, this stuff is, uh, it's amazing. People say this stuff, this person says this stuff and lies about it. But I just want the public to know that, that I will continue to work hard with uh, Commissioner, Sh Commissioner Shikitano and whoever else um, is elected in. And we'll continue to provide services for the people of this county. Okay, Sam, and we'll give I you just, the final just, 90 seconds, yeah, sir. I would just like to say, you know, as we go forward the next three, three weeks, however they're going to go, Let's talk about issues. Let's not talk about personalities. Let's talk about what you're going to do to try to make the county better. Because I haven't heard of that from any opponent. All I hear is personal issues. The second thing is the, the citizens are going to decide. And, and I, I just want them to decide with truthful comments. You know, you, you can't just make statements and, and that are not true. Like we're $6 million in debt. That's not true. Uh, I know our opponent has said he would like to sit down with debates. I will debate him every day from now until uh, May 16th. I would be willing to do that. Anybody out there that wants to sponsor a debate, I will be there. I will discuss our finances. I will discuss the people that work for us. I will discuss everything I have done in the past eight years. We have nothing to hide, but the citizens need to hear the truth in order to make their decision. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We've been talking to County Commissioner Chair Sam Cicatano for Northumberland County, incumbent uh, 
smash super <laughs> I'll be all right. Commissioner Joe Claybon and we uh, Steve Pushloff and I have been here talking to them. We thank you very much for joining us on this part of the program. Gentlemen, best of luck in the thank election. You. We hope to see you again in the future. Thank you. This guys. is thank WKOK Sunbury, Pennsylvania. News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Economic growth is slowing down, amping up fears of impending recession. The government says the GDP was up just 1.1% in the first quarter. That's a significant drop in expansion from the 2.6% at the end of last year. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. The numbers were really interesting because it does appear that consumers were the bulk of the activity in the first quarter. Consumer consumption up by 3.7%. Meanwhile, businesses did not spend quite as much. A 21-year-old Air National Guardsman accused of leaking top U.S. government secrets online, Jack Teixeira, has a court appearance in Boston today. Federal prosecutors have released new information to try to dissuade the judge from allowing him to go free on bail. Correspondent Catherine Herridge. Prosecutors say Texera should be held pending trial because he is a flight risk. He faces 25 years in prison connected to charges involving the Espionage Act, and there could be more charges to come. Just in from the Middle East, the U.S. Navy says Iran has seized an oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman. Pentagon correspondent Cammie McCormick. The Navy's fifth fleet says Iran seized a Marshall Islands flagged tanker just north of Oman's capital. It had just left Kuwait and was heading for Houston, Texas. The tanker issued a distress call. The U.S. is calling on Iran to release the tanker immediately. The Kremlin says a planned U.S. consular visit to jailed Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich has been scrapped. Officials there say it's retaliation for Washington not issuing visits or visas, that is, to Russian journalists. Gershkovich was arrested last month and charged with espionage. Writer E. Jean Carroll will be back on the stand at court in New York today to testify about her claims that she was raped by Donald Trump. CBS's Elaine Quijano has more. Carol, who is now 79 years old, alleges former President Trump attacked her in the dressing room of an upscale New York City department store in the 90s. At times, the testimony was graphic. She testified she pushed back and doesn't recall saying no, but, quote, may have. In Dublin, Texas, hail the size of tennis balls falling into a backyard pool as thunderstorms ripped through parts of the south, damaging homes and cars, canceling flights, and knocking out power to tens of thousands. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson says there's more nasty weather to come. Along the panhandle, there's the potential there for some tornadic activity, and there is a risk today of tornadoes from New Orleans straight along the Gulf Coast. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and maximum success with Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan Dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. 
guarantee. Call 1-800-859-1538 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan silver dollars by the pound struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-859-1538 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan silver dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-859-1538. That's 1-800-859-1538. Aerosmith may be about to announce the farewell tour. On the band's website, a countdown clock at venues across the country. An ad lit up with the band's logo that reads, Peace Out. So could it be a farewell tour? Earlier this month, guitarist Joe Perry teased the tour later this year, but didn't say if it would be the final one. And the band did cancel its remaining shows in Las Vegas in December, while Steven Tyler recovered from an undisclosed illness. All signs point to an official farewell tour announcement on Monday, when the countdown clock hits zero. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. What do you think, Wendy's fans? The chains canned its canned its popular chili and sent it to grocery stores. Spicy bean and bean combo will sell for five bucks. Not Wendy's first foray into supermarkets. Remember that limited edition of chocolate frosty cereal? Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you and welcome back. Mark Lawrence taking the day off today. Steve Kuschelhoff is with me. Good morning, sir. You're looking quite well today. Well, thank you, Joe. I mean, just being with you for... Two days. two days has just rejuvenated me, I can and tell. I just feel great. You looked morose when you first came in yesterday, but now you're looking lively and sparkly. Morose? <laughs> Good Lord, I barely that know what that word means. Hey, On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line will be open. Our number is 570-743-9565. It's toll-free if you have a cell phone. That's 570-743-WKOK. You can 
email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236, but be sure to include OTM at the start of your message. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. What do they sell? Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, parts department, body shop, alignment shop, and a repair garage for all types of vehicles. And they're a master towing service with decades of experience. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires. And they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials or build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. Take you a quick look at our news headlines this morning. Geisinger is set to partner with Kaiser Permanente to form a new nonprofit health organization. In a news release Wednesday, Geisinger and Kaiser announced the launch of Ryzen Health. Geisinger says it will become the first member of Ryzen Health, a new nonprofit created by Kaiser Permanente. Officials say the move is upon regulatory approval. Geisinger says it will maintain its name and mission and will continue working with other health plans, employed physicians, and independent providers. A letter to employees says Geisinger employees will remain Geisinger employees and day-to-day -day operations will remain the same. A Northumberland County prison inmate is charged with attempted escape the, uh, escaping the jail by climbing over a fence. 31-year-old Stormy Burster is facing a felony charge of attempted escape for an incident on March 28th at the Cole Township facility. According to the Northumberland County District Attorney's Office, Burster was in an outdoor recreation area when she tried to scale a fence topped with razor wire. They say she sustained numerous lacerations in the failed attempt. Burster is treated by medical personnel at the prison and then transferred to Geisinger in Shemokin. That's our quick look at the news headlines this morning. Steve, we have uh, unfinished business from yesterday. We have one email, which we should probably read because they were kind enough to send it. said, yesterday, Bob from Paxinus called about the government should not be allowed to tell women what to do with their bodies. Did Bob forget that just a few years ago, the government was allowing businesses to tell their employees to get the shot or be fired? Oh, well, that's true. The shot was rushed to production and was promoted safe or pronounced safe without much research. There was no mention of side effects or other medical issues that might arise, and doctors that were skeptical of the value of the shot were ostracized by their peers. Your thoughts? Signed, Rob. Your thoughts? Well... You know, we've all got our our per personal prejudices when it comes to something like this. So, you know, I've got mine just like everyone else. Uh, number one, um, I mean, even the even our two commissioner candidates who were here talked about uh, uh, the issues that Northumberland County faced, uh, just like everybody in dealing with the pandemic. So, um, you know, my personal prejudice says this. Uh, pandemic was an, an emergency, uh, the likes of which uh, I don't think any of us really could have ever imagined. And the, and the government, my goodness, uh, <laughs> had to do something, and the something was, we need a vaccine. In fact, Joe, another uh, variation on the vaccine will soon be coming out. Uh, the CDC is going to recommend that uh, individuals over the age of 65 get it. 
and uh, and then after a while, people under 65 are going to get it. Okay, so now the government, which is responsible for maintaining, you know, the health and safety of the entire country, says, uh, first of all, we're going to get this thing produced. Now, the guy says here, done without any research, uh, or done with very little research. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not so sure about that. For one thing, they kind of piggybacked on research that had been done prior well, I to I think what he, was, what he was hitting at is that the government said, in effect, take it or else. And there are a lot of people who actually did require their employees to take it. Right. People got fired for not taking it. And if it is your body, your choice, well, where do you run up against the choice. In other words, at what point do we say to you, all right, it is your body, it is your choice. Well, this is, you know, we, we had this discussion, you and I, several times on earlier, uh, on earlier shows, because it's not just a matter, with the pandemic, it wasn't just a matter of uh, keeping you safe, it was a matter of keeping the people around you safe. Uh, for instance, if a, uh, if a grocery store uh, wanted to say, look, if you're not vaccinated, uh, you can't come in. And then you can say, well, you're infringing upon my rights. And the grocery store can say, no, we are trying to keep our customers safe. So, uh, but, so, so it's more than just keeping the, uh, it's more than just, it has more to do than just the individual who's being told they have to get the shot. But the principle is the same. In other words, if it is your body, how can we tell you that you must do this or you can't. In other words, if we can't tell a woman that there are restrictions on abortions, why can't, uh, can't we tell somebody else that there are well, restrictions on whether or not they can work based on whether they've had a particular shot? You know, I go back to the argument that I've made countless times. The government tells us a lot of things that we may or may not do. You can't stand up in a uh, you can't stand up in a movie theater and yell fire, fire. Well, you can, but you're going to be arrested. Well, so there you go. So I mean, the law says you can't do it. Um, so you know, it's always like people always talk about the, the extremes. But but no, you're talking about what the government says you can't do. This is what the government tells you you, you must, must do. That's there true. is a difference there. And if the government says to you, you must have this shot, whether it's against your religious convictions, whether it's against your personal concern over the health and safety of you and your family, and whether or not they have performed an adequate task here. You know, and I think that the, the writer has a, a point in when we're saying that the, uh, the um, court can overturn uh, Mephipristone because they don't think the FDA uh, did their job. You know, at some point, where do people who are not medical professionals insert themselves into that argument? And it's the same thing. When do politicians insert themselves into what a woman's reproductive rights are? Now, granted, I don't favor abortion. I agree with Bill Clinton. It should be safe, legal, and rare. But still, there are other people who want to put serious restrictions on all this stuff. How much right, in, and there are a lot of people today who are, um, what do you call them, uh, not independents, but uh, libertarians who believe government should stay out of our lives. But you are a Democrat, and I suspect you support rather large government. Oh, I don't know about large uh, government. Uh, it should certainly not be any bigger than, than it needs to be. There's no doubt about that. Um, as far as abortion, uh, the only thing that I think I really would believe in is that this is such a unbelievably complex issue. I think you'd 
could, uh, you'd agree with that. Absolutely. It's such an emotional issue. You'd agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, this is another one of those things where, it's one way or another, the two sides almost have to come together and work out. Okay, what uh, what do we what do we do to you know, how are we going to solve this thing? Now, my understanding, because I haven't done a lot of research, is that for uh, most, for for the longest time, the cutoff was 20, 20 uh, weeks that, uh, you know, that a pregnancy could be terminated right. under the law if it was done within um, 20 weeks of the woman becoming and now they're pregnant. saying six weeks. Yeah, six weeks, and as, and as has been pointed out, a lot of times a woman doesn't even know within six weeks if she is pregnant. And then, you know, then, and then we can go on from there to talk about even more extreme situations. Um, you know, and, and if we do that, Joe, I mean, it's quarter after right? If we start from this point on talking about more extreme situations, it's going to get very hot. It's going to yeah. get very emotional. It's well, not going to get soft. I just think, I, I thought it was interesting that uh, I, I was only commenting on the point our letter writer made, the fact that the government, you know, tells you on one hand that uh, well, you can't do something with a woman's body, but on the other hand, they can tell you you've got to do this or that or the other thing. And, you know, if, if our body is our sacred temple and we are in charge of that temple, then we should have complete control over what it is. But if we're going to accept the fact that the government can tell us that certain things can or must be done or can't be done, then we are, in effect, opening up a, I won't say a can of worms, but we're opening up a large series of debates about what's right well, and what's wrong. Yeah, a large series of debates. And wouldn't that be terrible if we had a large series of debates and discussion? If That'd they actually awful. were debates and discussion, but if people just come at it from their hardened viewpoints, well, then we're never going to get anywhere. Stan, you're on the mark this morning. Good morning, sir. I'm, I'm going to ask a really simple question. Good, when has we'll abortion a real ever reproduced anything? When has it ever reproduced anything? Well, they're saying it's reproductive rights. I'm sorry. Reproduction means you're reproducing something. No, it's, if you're aborting it, you're not pre producing anything. It's our, our beloved uh, task today to take the names of everything that were reasonable and understandable in the past and turn them into some kind of woke expression of how enlightened we are. Yeah, like the word woke that Republicans like you, Joe, just love to throw out there. No, I, I don't call it woke. I call it idiotic, but that's a whole other story. Well, you so, know what, Stan? Uh, at least that's honest on your part. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff's just idiotic going on in this country. <laughs> so, but that, uh, that's the question. They call it abortion is part of the reproduction right, reproductive rights. I'm sorry. Nothing is being reproduced when somebody is killing something. But it does impact Period. the reproductive system of women. Ah, but they have a choice way before that ever happens. Before that happens, they have choices. And that's where they have choices, and they have rights to prevent those things. Okay? They won't want to be pregnant. Okay, I understand that. There are ways to prevent it. Now, here's where I'm going to put a, you know, because usually it's, well, what about rape, incest, and the health of the mother? I will give exceptions for all three of those. Okay? It's the, uh, how these convenience, to get the abortion for the convenience of the woman, or, or uh, because she wants to, because she didn't take the precautions to prevent the pregnancy. Now, I will also throw the man under the bus that was involved in that 
pregnancy. They're both responsible. Okay? So until people start taking responsibilities for their actions, you know, where, where, where are we at here? I mean, it, it's it's promoting death. Abortion is all that's doing. But you could, now, make, you could make the argument that um, getting an abortion is accepting responsibility for what you did. You realize we made a mistake <laughs> and we want to correct it. And we're going to correct it at the expense of a human life. Right. So, so, Joe, right now, if you had a gun in your hand and you pointed at Steve and pulled the trigger, that would be murder, correct? Now, I'm not going to say that's happening. I don't want it to happen. But that would be murder, correct? That would be murder, yes. Okay. So what is the difference between that and a woman taking the life of a child? Now, they'll say, well, it's, it's unviable. It's, it, it can't survive outside. Well, yeah, that's how life works. There isn't a freaking single organism in this world that doesn't have to develop within some sort of, whether it's an egg, a womb, or whatever, before it is viable to live outside of its mother. But if the mother can, in all good conscience, decide that that's not exactly what she wants, isn't it her right to say, I, I realized what I did, I participated in the process that brought this... Uh, fetus into my body, but I no longer wish to have it there. What is, wow! Did, that that that's just. But that's, that's exactly just what that's exactly what in effect they're saying, isn't it? Oh yeah, and and and, and that's pretty cold. You know the, the uh, how do you put it? Uh, you know the disregard for life these days is is why we have the problems we have. But it isn't exactly life because it can't sustain itself outside. No, 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 the no, no. It's it's life, Joe. Come on. Come I on. said it isn't you get exactly it now, now, here, I'm going to give you an analogy. You're in your house in your kitchen. You mix up a, a, a cake that you want to bake for somebody's birthday, okay? It's all baked uh, mixed up, put in, a, put in a pan, and it's got to bake for 35, 40 minutes, whatever it is, in the oven. You throw it in the oven at 350 degrees. Okay, it takes time to develop. Somebody comes along five minutes later, takes the pan out, throws it across the room, and it destroys the cake. And they say, well, it wasn't a cake. Well, it would have been if you had left it alone. Same thing with a baby. The baby is life. There is life there. They are taking a life, plain and simple. So let me, uh, I'll just throw out another example. Uh, uh, Stan, you mentioned that uh, you, you brought up the topic of the health of the mother. So let me toss out the health of the, uh, the health of the baby. You know, what if the fetus is delivered and it, it absolutely, um, there, there's no quality of life, there are extreme deformities, the, the chances of even maintaining a heartbeat, let alone any kind of life for more than, good God, two years, uh, isn't going to happen. Um, you know, yesterday we talked about, uh, you know, we got onto this topic of executing babies. Uh, so let me ask you, so what if the fetus is delivered and it absolutely, there, there's going to be no quality of life um, for, that, for that fetus? But that's an entirely different argument. You're well, saying the child has been delivered and now you're looking at it and saying this child has no chance of survival, so we're going to terminate it? I'm just saying, how do you, how do you deal with that? If you got, if, well, if, uh, let's see, don't we have the quote, best medical technology in the world, best medical system. So the medical system will take care of it until nature runs its course. And if, and if the baby dies, 
than by natural causes, then the baby dies of natural causes. It's a sad day for the parents, but it happens. Now, in the last, I think it was either this week or last week, there is a obituary in the Bloom paper for a baby that survived for two days. Okay? Mm-hmm. Two days. And, and the baby died for whatever reason. Didn't say, don't care, doesn't matter. The baby died. But the parents loved that baby mm-hmm. while she was on the earth. Okay? So they're going to bury that baby. Okay? So you're going to uh, say that uh, just because it, the baby may or may not survive, you should absolutely abort it? I'm just uh, tossing it out there, Stan. Okay. Hey, listen, we got to toss it to a break. Th- Stan, thanks so much for your comments. Appreciate them as always. Our phone number is 570-743-9565. We've got to talk a little bit about Tucker Carlson's revelation or the revelations about his firing when we come back. Give us a call at 570-743-9565. It's an open phone stay, whatever you want to talk about. Or email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. But be sure to include OTM at the start of your message. Mm, mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... Don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. Ooh, Knoebel's Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah, really spooky, Dad. You know it's cursed, right? That's just a story. Is it? Knoebel's is celebrating 50 years of the Haunted Mansion. And just like 50 years ago, it's still free admission, free parking, and free entertainment. It's opening weekend. Plan your trip today at Knoebel's.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. 
guarantee. Call 1-800-859-1538 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound, struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age, plus receive a bonus American Collector's Pack, valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-859-1538 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver Dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-859-1538. That's 1-800-859-1538. Welcome back to On The Mark, and I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff, one of our writers, and we'll put this as the grace note to our conversation. Steve is still saying that the so-called vaccine was effective in keeping others safe. You are completely clueless when talking about COVID and the vaccine. It does no such thing and never did. You can argue that it kept you safe if you got it, but it did nothing in stopping the spread of the virus. In fact, if you took care to look at the data, the vaccinated were more likely to spread it than get it than the unvaccinated because the shot actually weakens your immune system. We were lied to from the beginning, but people like Steve don't want to admit it and continue to push the lies. Well, Doug, I got it. I got all. I got four of the. Uh, th- yeah, I think I got four of the different vaccines. I didn't get it, and uh, my health has not declined. You know, I think it's like any other drug. If, if you have some sort of a problem with it, you'll have a problem with it. Other people won't have a problem with it. The, the, uh, Sure. My wife and I have had all the vaccinations. Uh, somehow we have never we've never contracted COVID. Now, that's not to say I do know people, including family members who were vaccinated and did contract COVID. However, um, the the effects of COVID were uh, far less than they would have been right. had they had they not been vaccinated. Uh, you know, it, uh, this is, I don't know where this guy gets this information. I don't know what comic book he's out there reading. But, uh, you know, this idea that not only does it not keep you safe, but it makes it more likely you're going to spread COVID, I, I just think that's crazy. Okay, we're going to move on from the topic of abortion. Uh, that's done for the day. We're going to talk about Tucker Carlson. Carlson was ousted from his perch at Fox News on Monday in a shocking move that continues to ripple through the media industry and the Republican Party. Fox, uh, Fox has given no reason for its parting ways with Carlson beyond a statement thanking him for his contributions to the network. But the Wall Street Journal earlier Wednesday reported that in uh, one of the redacted messages that Fox had access to and only got the full details of the night before they were supposed to start the trial, that in one of the redacted messages, Carlson referred to a senior female Fox News executive as the C-word and made other offensive, disparaging comments about the company. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it, Carlson said in his video message. When honest people say what's true, calm, and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who have been trying to silence them shrink. They become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. Carlson ended his message by suggesting that his audience, which often topped more than 3 million people each weeknight while at Fox, would soon hear from him again. So here we have a case where apparently now it turns out he was fired for what he said uh, for having a hostile environment towards women, apparently, on his show, or at least that's the accusation, and that he um, referred to people in the company in derogatory terms. Yeah, and so he, should that be should he be fired for that? Isn't that violating his free speech? 
Oh, for heaven's sake, Joe. You know, you were, you've been in positions of authority. If you've got somebody wandering around your, your place of business and they're going on about Joe McGranahan is no good, he's a creep, he's a stupid, he, he ought to be fired. But that's my free speech. I don't care if Joe McGranahan is signing my paycheck or not. I'll say what I want. <laughs> no, you don't say what you want. There's a certain amount of responsibility. Uh, involved there. I mean, you know, I think I saw some discussion the other day. We have all worked, we've all worked for people that uh, we would have rather not worked for. Now, you might go home and tell your wife, my boss is just making my life miserable. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't spread that kind of dirt around the workplace and you don't go out to the local bar and spread your work and it, you know, there again, you know, it's, it's so easy to throw out this uh, free, <laughs> this phrase, free speech, uh, and, and apply it to everything, but you can't. Well, I mean, let's face it. How many, how many places have you worked where people didn't say bad things about the company? Somebody got disgruntled. Somebody didn't get the raise they thought they should have. Somebody right. didn't get the bonus they wanted. Right. Nope. So, I mean, all right. Everywhere. So that you talk about it, you know, so... I think more concerning is the, the you know, hostile work environment, apparently, for women. The accusation is that his show was actually a hotbed of, um, you know, misogynism. Well, that could be. And, uh, you know, Abby Grossberg, she's the uh, former producer of the Tucker Carlson uh, show. And now she is suing Fox News because uh, not only did he make anti, uh, you know, misogynistic, anti-woman remarks to her and around her, but uh, he also made anti-Semitic remarks. The woman is Jewish, and he made anti-Semitic marks around her. So, yeah, there's always those kind of problems. But as to your question, uh, have I ever worked in a workplace where people didn't have something negative to say? Of course not. Uh, people... There's always going to be people who have something negative to say. You know, <laughs> um, if you were, one of the things I've always been very happy about is that I work in a, I've always worked for small enterprises. I, I worked for WKOK. It's a relatively small enterprise. It's not the Ford Motor Company. True. And then I worked for Cedar Cog, which at the, at the most we had maybe 100 people. Uh, you know, uh, people who work in these giant conglomerate uh, things, yeah, they're gonna. They've got nameless people out there who are uh, impacting uh, their work environment. But uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a line between saying something negative about your workplace, and on the other side of that line is going so far that you actually undermine the workplace. Well, I, I would think that that's a really valid point. But on the other hand. Tucker Carlson was their top-rated personality. Sure. And what he said influenced a lot of people's beliefs. Even the, uh, I, I found it interesting this morning that both MSNBC and CNN were talking about Tucker Carlson. Fox wasn't. Oh, you know, they didn't yeah. mention it at all. And if it wasn't for Howie Kurtz on Fox, they probably wouldn't be talking about any of this. But Howie Kurtz on his show on Sunday's uh, Media Buzz does talk about it and he talks about it in unvarnished terms and i'll be interested to hear what he has to say about tucker tucker carlson this sunday well i think he talked even this past sunday he did he but th not since these revelations came oh. out about what was in his text messages but you know let's face it 
Fox uh, agreed to give, what, $787 million to Dominion. That money has to come back from somewhere. And then they take their top producing host uh, and they fire him because he said some words. I mean, I think they protected him in that they settled. If they had not settled, his emails would have come out, his texts would have come out, he would have been forced, or his probably would have been called to testify, since he was one of the people they were accusing of making statements about their business. Oh, in the, in, if, you mean if there had been a trial? If there had been a oh, trial, sure. yeah. So, I mean, I think Fox was smart to settle from the standpoint that they, they took care of their people, but then no one would have ever known unless somebody got a hold of the redacted text messages. Uh, apparently, the New York Times did and published them. So other than that, they would have protected him and they could have gone on and just said to him, listen, Tucker, keep your mouth shut about the company. They did shut everybody else up because nobody else other than Howie Kurtz has been talking about it on Fox. Yeah, I, I, there's so many different ways to look at it. Number one, uh, you know, Rupert Murdoch, the chairman of Fox, can, can say, this son of a gun, Tucker Carlson, he helped cost us Seven hundred eighty-seven million dollars. We and you know, and we have more lawsuits coming, like with right. Semantic. He says, "I don't, I don't need this." So that that's one of the um, that 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 enters into it. Uh, it could be, it could be, Joe. Maybe Fox wants to become a real uh, a real news network and not just the propaganda arm of the Republican Party. As MSNBC is the well, arm of the Democratic Party. You know, I, I will grant you that MSNBC, even to my uh, way of thinking, has become almost too uh, predictable, uh, not necessarily too liberal, but just too predictable. But they do not, MSNBC does not work arm in arm with the Democratic Party. You don't have uh, Hannity coming in for, you don't have uh, Joe Scarborough going in for uh, strategy sessions with Joe Biden, as opposed to Hannity meeting with uh, Donald Trump and working out, okay, how are we going to present your uh, latest Did you happen message? to hear that Joe Scarborough had to sit down with the president of the United States? Yes, that was States. an interview. Right. Yes. Oh, right. Well, right. We don't know what went on before that or after it. Well, I, you know, and... You know for a fact that he didn't offer him advice? Absolutely. I do know that for a fact. <laughs> so it could be uh, because... Uh, Rupert Murdoch is kind of starting to step aside uh, a little bit more, and his son is running it. Maybe they want to see Fox, uh, as I said, become more of a news organization, because it will be interesting to see if anybody else from Fox uh, leaves. Oh, well, that's true. Well, they did get rid of Dan Bongino, who uh, you, I, you weren't familiar with, I gather. Uh, he was, uh, I think he does a podcast, a podcaster. Yeah. Uh, he was one of their contributors on some of the shows, and he often appeared on other Fox programs. So, hey, we've got to take a quick break. Give us a call, 570-743-7565. We wanted to finish up our discussion of Tucker Carlson. We finished our discussion of abortions. Any other topics you want to discuss, give us a call at 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. Yes, we do have availability those days for how many guests? Andrea's Boutique Hotel is the destination to tie the knot. Oh. You want the whole property. She needs an assistant to catch the booking bouquets. 249 guests, huh? Oh, and three dogs. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. 
Terms and conditions apply. In business, everything your employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all-around. Wait, who's spotting the balls? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 50 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Find Small Business Calm at uma.com slash radio. That's O-O-M-A dot com slash radio. From the very beginning, we're all about being connected. And year after year, through every stage of life, that need grows even stronger. Which is why Penn Teledata never stops improving our advanced fiber network. We connect the things that matter most. Businesses, schools, healthcare, governments, and of course, the people who make our community strong. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Penn Teledata. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff, and Al has been waiting patiently. Al, you're on the mark. Good morning. What do you think of a Trump Tucker ticket? <laughs> well, <laughs> would you've, shake heard up of, you've heard of the marriage. You've heard of a marriage made in hell. I think that's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it, everything's just the opposite. So that sounds like a marriage made in heaven. What you're saying tonight? I can think of a better. We take everything backwards. I we can take I, everything backwards these days. Al, I thought I, mean, uh, I thought Trump had already selected his running mate. I thought he was going to run with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene as the vice presidential candidate. No, <laughs> no, she's doing a good job where she's at. She's so. great. <laughs> I think yeah, I, think I, I didn't hear that one, but that's a, that would be all right. Okay. Uh, any anybody but Biden. <laughs> you know how they said anybody but Trump. Now yeah. it's anybody but Biden. I mean. This is a way to pick our presidents. I think Trump's starting a, you know, a, a, an agenda. He wanted to make America great again. He wanted to bring things back home. He wanted to do a lot of stuff that he didn't get to do because they obviously are fighting him from the very beginning and until now. 
But the problem you face with Trump is that you pay a huge fee for his uh, participation in the political system. First of all, he's insulting every other... Oh, yeah, because, you know, anybody that denies the sixth election or is behind Trump isn't in the Republican Party or the Democrat Party or the swamp. And it's a a movement into a different direction. And I hear a lot of people saying that. There should be a third party. And I'm just thinking, make America a great party, you know, the MAGA party. That... uh, Biden doesn't like it, and we're getting put down. We're just make America great. We like the agenda. You know, and, and we're stuck with Trump right now because he's the only one that has the kahunas to fight him. And well, they I, couldn't destroy him. No, I don't think that's gonna, true. I think, you know, I think the only that, way they're going to destroy him is shooting. I think, and that's not far-fetched. I think uh, that Ron DeSantis has uh, more than enough credentials with respect to Well, he's the establishment. Oh, he's not mm. the establishment. Yeah, he's the Republican's choice. The Republican rhinos like him, oh, and that's Lordy. the way it's going to be. Murdoch is one of them. <laughs> can I, Al, can I, let me ask you a question. So if Ron DeSantis is a rhino, if Ron DeSantis is the establishment, how about a guy like Mitt Romney? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you would, yeah, yeah, like you would almost put DeSantis and Romney in the same. Anybody from Washington's got to go. <laughs> the whole, the whole shooting match should go. Well, Donald Trump's I mean, now from Washington. He spent four years there. Well, no, he came in as a, a outsider and he left as an outsider, and he wasn't about the heat party to the evil, and that's why he didn't go to the inauguration. Right. He, he wasn't about the heat to it. And make America great is just bring it back to our original Constitution, get government out of our life. You had Northumberland County on the day. That shouldn't even be Northumberland County employees. It should be vouchers. I called before on this. It should be vouchers to go out to the private entity and seek your services that the government's trying to give us that they don't belong giving us. You're confused about uh, You've lost me yeah. too. I, I, I think you've got the truth. Well, I'm just saying the they're too big. They're all over the place. Uh, the Democrats are Republicans. They're in our lives, and they're taking away a lot of movements. And make America great is back to the original Constitution, where uh, we had our rights and our liberties. Yeah, you know, it's a, you bring up the Constitution. The Constitution also provides for a very specific way that we transition from one uh, candidate to another, and yet uh, Republicans in Congress last uh, a couple of Januarys ago tried to completely uh, flip the Constitution on its head. No, they used a provision in there for an election that wasn't up to snuff. They were trying to use a, a, a provision that's put in the Constitution. Well, let's face and it. Pence I, I would not fit, you know. I know you're not going to want to hear this, Al. I know you're not going to. It was his job to use it, so they ran into a big problem. I know you're not going to want to hear this, but the Trump organization had many chances to prove in court that the election was stolen, and they couldn't produce any evidence that held up. No, they did not like the evidence they produced. They had evidence, but they said it wasn't enough, and they keep going with saying it's not enough here. But you take a not enough over there, not enough over there, and not enough over here, and put it all over here. It's going to affect some of the states. And so when Donald it's going Trump, to affect some of the cities, like Philadelphia, when, when Donald Trump says to an election official, "Listen, I need you to find me eleven thousand five hundred votes," that well, I'm sure they were there. They'd be found. There was, was some to be found. Th- that, that wasn't got, criminal. 
he was urging that guy. He didn't no, say. No, it's criminal that he had to ask somebody to check all the votes again. So you yeah, can you no, find no, the eleven thousand no, no, votes not, that you might You're not going to get away again. with that, Al. You're not going to get away with that. He didn't say check the votes again and see if there's been some mistake. He said, "I need you to find eleven thousand four hundred votes. I need you to find." Not, are there 11,500 votes? Well, that anybody, that would, he's, if he would have said that to me, and I knew there wasn't any to find, I'd say, there's none to find. And that's what they told him. End of story. That's what they told him. That's but there what was they some to find. There was? How do you know? <laughs> maybe not 11,000. How do you maybe know? Maybe not 11,000, but that election was so tainted oh, for that everybody's in an uproar. Yeah, you're in an uproar. The fact that he asked Oh, I for, hated that election. Something terrible. Did. The fact that he asked I, for I that. saw him quit counting in the middle of the night and toilets breaking and uh, can't count this, can't count that. And, and boxes reports being of trucks coming from, from here. And all that stuff. And Dominion has a, 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 a port on there to the Internet. Right. Those machines are not supposed to have a port to the Internet. So tell me. so Zero so, ports so to the you, Internet. You brought up Dominion. So if Dominion is actually cheaters, why did Fox say, okay, Dominion, here's seven? Because they're going, they're going rhino. Ah. The Uniparty. Okay. The Uniparty. They're joining the Uniparty. Well. And they're going to... But uh, DeSantis in there. All right, listen, we got to take a break. Thank you. Appreciate your call, Al. And we have two callers standing by. We're going to take a break. An emailer says, again, Joe, are you a Republican? You just sounded like a Democrat. Sorry if that offended you. No, I think if you have an independent opinion and people want to call you a rhino, that's fine. They're more than welcome to do that. But I'm not a rhino. I'm a lifelong Republican. I believe in Republican values. I believe the Republican Party has the answers. But I don't believe Donald Trump is the best possible representative for the Republican Party. And matter of fact, I think he may be one of the worst representatives at this moment. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more of On the Mark. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You can shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Raising your grandchildren or loved one's children is an honor that allows them to live, grow, and thrive among family. Providing a safe, loving home is rewarding and challenging, but you're not alone. Pennsylvania Ken Connector is here to help kinship families. Ken Connector is a free resource of skilled, compassionate professionals who will connect you to services, training, and support groups. Call 1-866-546-2111 or visit KenConnector.org today. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Hey, keep your eyes on the road, but listen up. Because I've got some exciting PA Turnpike information coming in hot. Get this. Easy Pass can save drivers nearly 60% on PA Turnpike goals. And as a big-time road pro, I'm telling you, that's a lot of savings. 
Find a local retailer at paturnpike.com and get your own Easy Pass today. Okay, eyes on the road. Bye. Sponsored by the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Mike DeCourcy, Sporting News, BTM. They haven't seen anybody who does what Penn State does, bringing it out of the mid post and out to the perimeter and then swinging it across. There's no player in the uh, SEC. There are no, really no players in the country quite like Jalen and, and what he's able to do with that. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Dave Zangaro and the Eagles, and Jerry Dulac on the Steelers today. 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Steve Kushloff. Two callers on the line. Dale, you've been waiting. You go first, sir. You're on the mark. I haven't been paying attention much to the news lately. But I know today's headline should have been that the United States government is aiding the betting in sex trafficking for children. That should have been the first headline. But with national public radio, don't mention it. So that must be a, a state-sponsored media. You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, enough is enough. You start playing with children, God's children, then you're going to hell. And I think that everybody who don't speak up is going to hell. Everybody who works for NPR or any other media outlet, if they don't speak up about this, they're sick individuals. Now, what is, is it we're supposed to speak up this about? This is the ultimate sin. This is the ultimate sin when you start. Uh, we're, we're not in the sin business today. We're in the business of discussing issues that affect the community. If you're telling me there's some issue, what is your groundwork for saying so? Well, uh, Mrs. D Davis, she's a Democrat, and she just said she went down to the border and worked there for six months and seen that they were giving children away, these cartels. Just self sex trafficking. Okay, so you're talking about the, you're talking about the southern border. Yes, and okay. they were involved. That's not Democrat or Republican. It's our government. You know, you, you people are going to run to the ballot box. We have right. in this in this it, business what we call Dale Dale Dale. We have what we call in this business burying the lead. You started off, you buried the lead. The lead is there's problems at the southern border involving children. Now, have you made that point? Come on, Joe. You work for national, your board members, are they sick in their minds? They, they should be blaring this out because this is a natural, this is, this is a tragedy. This is serious. And that's why I don't pay attention to the media or news much often because I do hear the real message. Well, okay, I real, don't know about the other networks, but, really but Fox News really has been happens. Fox News has been covering the southern border and the issues there uh, rather extensively. Yeah, okay. Fox is state media too. It's, oh, if are it's they? owned by BlackRock, it's state media. State media. Fox is state media. What's yeah, MSNBC they're then? By BlackRock. They're sponsored by BlackRock. Oh, okay. BlackRock owns a part of your. Uh, they own part of NPR. They own like seventeen percent or eighteen percent. They own thirteen percent of Fox. They own like seventy percent of. CNN, so who does? I mean, you guys are all all part of the, uh, helping uh, sell children. All well, right, that's all I'm 
Okay, well, there's no doubt that the southern border, well, he's hung up on us, there's no doubt that the southern border is in need of some serious renovations. And they have called in before Congress, Secretary Mayorka, and been very belligerent with him, telling him he ought to resign. So, I mean, there are problems at the southern border. There's no argument about that. And they are being covered. But the problem, I think, is right now that there's no, no nothing in the administration uh, that wants to do something about it. I mean, I, I don't see Joe Biden down there. Kamala Harris went to the border once, the vice president. So until the federal government starts taking it seriously, until they start dealing with the issue in a comprehensive way, but that doesn't seem to be what government does. In any event, Dale, thank you for your rather unique view of the world. Joseph from Milton, you're on the mark. Yeah, I, 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 did. I want to comment a little bit on what Dale said there. I watched Fox last night. I think it was Fox and Friends or, or either a newscast, Brent Baer, and they had that woman on that testified to all this uh, sex trafficking that's going on and being promoted by our government. And Mayorka, uh, you said about, uh, what was it, uh, saying bad things about him. I think the guy ought to be fired and impeached and and sent packing, but that, that isn't why I called. And I don't like to get in political things, but when President Trump said, you were talking earlier, President Trump said about finding 11,000 some votes, what he meant was that's all he needed, that many votes. So check the votes out, count them again, and if you can find that many, that will do the ticket for me. He wasn't saying dig them up or print other ballots or, or falsify the report. That was not what he meant, and that's, that's not exactly what he what said. He May I disagree with you? His exact words were, I need you to find 11,000. Yes, yes, I, I need you to find. I need you to find 11,000-some votes. But uh, you're reading into it what his uh, thought behind it was, and maybe you say I am too. Yes. But that's all he needed to win that election or that state. That's all he needed. And so after you found that many, if you count them and find that many, you can stop there because I won. Is that that's the what way? He meant. Let me ask you, Joseph. I think that's what is he that, meant. Is that, that the way. way? Is that the way you would have phrased it? Is that the way you? Are those the words you would have chosen to ask that election official well, in the state yeah, that I you lost? I would have said it in that manner if I, I was him. Well, he, I might have said. I, I would have said that. All I, I would have said all I need is eleven thousand some votes, and if you can recount and you find that there's been that many errors in counting or whatever, I won. Wouldn't you be more likely to say, listen, Mr. Election Official, I'd like you to recount the votes and see if perhaps you missed some. Well, yeah, that's what he, he was insinuating. No, he, was, he no, gave no, an no. exact number that he wanted this guy to come up with. And let's say that guy had come up and said, all right, Mr. President, I'm going to find 11,500 votes for you. Do you think he'd have said, oh, well, make sure they're honest and make sure you don't do anything dishonest? Well, that's what he said. Go down to the Capitol and demonstrate peacefully. We don't hear that end of it. No, he didn't say that either. Yes, he, oh, did. he, did. Oh, he did. Yes, he did say uh, that. Make you know? a demonstrator or whatever. But he also said, go down there and fight like hell. There so, yeah, yeah, everybody there. fights like hell. Oh, for really? <laughs> and Joe, I want to, you said something earlier in the program uh, I got to take an opposition with. You said about your sacred temple. Where did you get that from? That your body is your sacred temple. It's your. The argument is whether or not it's your body to control, and we're not. We're going to let it at that. We're not getting back into no, abortion. No, I'm just saying that uh, the scripture says that right. your body is the, his temple, right, and that you should glorify him in your body and your spirit, which are his. Okay. So it's not your temple or my temple. It's his temple. Okay. Hey, thank you, Joseph. Appreciate your comments on that, but we're we're not we're done with that issue for today. One of our emailers says. Uh, 
do I have time? Did I do the last break? Yeah, I did. One of our texters says, Mayorkas deserves to be treated the way they do because he lies and is failing at securing the border. Another one says, come on, Steve, the Democrats tried to stop the electoral count protesting electors from certain states in 2001, 2005, and 2017. True. And then the speculation on why Tucker was fired is just that, speculation. The smear campaign against him has begun, and they will try to shut him up. I don't think anybody's trying to shut him up. I mean, nobody shut him up on Fox. He pretty much said what he wanted to say. So the only the question I had for you, if I can squeeze it in. So you've, you've basically said you're not too happy with Donald Trump. So I would ask you then, who would you like to see as the Republican nominee for president? Well, I like uh, DeSantis. I don't have any problem with him. I like Tim Scott. I like Haley. I like, um, I, I, I even like Vicap, I forget what his last name is, uh, the other fellow's running. A and I really could get excited about Joe Manchin running. Okay. Because I think he's a common sense, uh, middle of the road kind of guy. Yes, he votes Democratic more, but if I had to pick a Democrat to be president, I would pick him long before I would pick Joe Biden. So you would pick Joe Manson before you would pick Tulsi Gabbard? Yes, I would. <laughs> hey, Steve, thanks for being with me today. I appreciate it, sir. Take yes, care. Sir. And uh, I think uh, you're not here tomorrow, are you? No. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Ben's in, I think, and uh, Mark is still off. Mark will be back Monday. I'll be back Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. This is WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. You've been listening to On the Mark. You're about.